for previous clients to rave about their experience in a review really is the best way for potential clients to have that preview of what working with you would be like. But what if your clients didn't have a great experience? What if they felt like they slipped through the cracks in your client experience or you made a mistake that changed their opinion of you and your business? Hey there, my name is Stephanie Kozik and I am passionate about helping you create a photography business you love without all the guesswork. In 2010, I took a $300 camera and grew a successful photography business. Now I coach photographers all over the country to do the same. Welcome to the Fearless Photographer Podcast, where we'll chat about business, marketing, productivity, money, growth, balancing it all, and so much more. Every week on the podcast, I'll deliver honest and straightforward conversations with my best business advice with a mixture of real talk, motivation, and dorky humor. I'm committed to helping you create a successful, profitable, and sustainable photography business. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. If you've been in business for any amount of time, you've probably realized the power of a five-star review. In a previous episode, we talked about how to create a buzz around your business and get your clients raving about you, creating that organic referral system. For previous clients to rave about their experience in a review really is the best way for potential clients to have that preview of what working with you would be like. But what if your clients didn't have a great experience? What if they felt like they slipped through the cracks in your client experience or you made a mistake that changed their opinion of you and your business. And it happens. We're all human and it doesn't mean the death of your business. In fact, you should always strive for transparency. So how do you deal with a bad review? In the course of my business, I've helped other photographers deal with receiving a bad review, either my close friends and colleagues or photographers that I've coached. So if you've ever received a bad review, you're not alone. And if you never have, it will eventually happen. So mentally prepare yourself for that day. And here's what I've learned about receiving a less than ideal review online. Number one, address a false review. So I'm going to make a confession here. In 2015, I got my first and only bad review online. And I'll tell you about the other two situations that I had negative feedback later. Now, I know for a fact that I did everything right with this wedding. The review was left by the mother of the bride because she was upset that she wasn't included with the wedding party, like the bridesmaids portraits before the ceremony. Now, I don't know her reasons behind wanting to be included with those. And I've never had that request before. She also thought that there was only one photo of her with her daughter and her new son-in-law because she was looking at their preview gallery and not the full gallery. So I felt like it was more a misunderstanding. She didn't understand that family is not included with the wedding party unless you're in the wedding party. And there's a specific time that we do family portraits. And she didn't understand that the full gallery wasn't finished yet. So what can you do about a false review? either something that was left by accident, like if you've ever received a one-star review with no comment from someone you don't know and has never worked with you or is just completely false from someone confused or disgruntled or misunderstood the process, like the mother of the bride that I mentioned, 
number one, you can dispute the review. If you can prove that what they're saying is false or they can't prove that they were your client, you can dispute it. Now, I will say that deleting an authentic bad review is really poor taste, even if you've worked things out offline. In the meantime, write up a short response that calls out the falsity of the review and clears up any doubts of anyone reading your reviews online. The second thing that I've learned is that sometimes people are just upset. Sometimes a client is upset with things in general. Maybe the bride or groom felt rushed or like things were a bit hectic. Maybe it wasn't what they expected from their wedding day. Every couple dreams of what their wedding day will be. So when it's not, sometimes they need something to blame. So we as photographers are in a very important and sometimes stressful position. We're the only ones that are providing tangible memories from their wedding day. So when it's not what they expected, their memory is shaped from the photos. And we have to work extra hard to shape the day into that fairy tale wedding that they want to remember, even if it wasn't all happy tears. So sometimes when certain things aren't going according to plan, like hello, 2020 weddings during COVID-19, simply documenting the day isn't enough. Simply arranging photos and capturing the day as it happens isn't going to be enough. We have a tough job of capturing the photos that will help them remember all of the good things that happened and forget the bad things. So for example, one of those negative situations, uh, negative feedback situations, I once had a client express to me that she didn't love their engagement photos. Now, I absolutely love them. They're some of my favorite photos that I've ever taken, and I've never been told that by a client before. So I was baffled. She said that they didn't look like themselves and that she didn't love some of the posing And that's okay. Not everyone will love every pose. That's why we change things up often during an engagement session and we keep moving and we keep trying different things to see what they like. So come wedding day, I found out that she actually did like the photos. She actually liked a lot of the poses, but what would make her say that? Maybe a family member criticized her photos. Maybe a friend made a comment that changed the way she saw herself in the photos. And it may have to do with the fact that she got out of the car and told me straight out of the gate that she didn't like her dress. The one that she had ordered hadn't arrived yet, so she had to purchase another one. Oh boy, that will totally affect how you feel about your photos. If you don't feel amazing, you won't believe that you look amazing. So in those circumstances, it's best to try to put yourself in their place. What would cause them to complain about their experience or their photos? Can you see it from their perspective? And is it a valid complaint? In the case of missed expectations or their overall experience not being what they dreamed of, it may not be you. It's their memory of their day and the mood of the day of their shoot. So being sensitive to how people are feeling and responding during their wedding or during their shoot may help you be able to get ahead of that potential complaint. The third thing I've learned is that your response weighs more than what they've said. While I totally understand that you want to respond immediately and defend yourself, I want you to step away, take a deep breath, try to see their point of view, take the time to draft a very brief, professional, and kind response, offer to discuss it offline or email them personally away from the review and find a way to make things right. You can always comment again and say that you were so happy to have the opportunity to make it right or clarify the misunderstanding, whatever the case is. 
Remain positive, kind, and professional. The impact of a negative review is really far less than what you think, which leads me to my next point. Number four, a bad review doesn't mean the death of your business. So let's be honest. When was the last time you read every single review online before hiring somebody? I look at how many they have, what the overall rating is. I read a few that pop up first, and then I make a decision. And believe it or not, a bad review isn't going to be seen as much as you think. Now, if you have a smaller number of reviews, a bad one can drastically affect your overall rating. You could even email past clients and ask if they can help you out by leaving a good review and improve your rating again. There's nothing wrong with mentioning that you need their help to reduce the rating effect of one disgruntled mother of the bride. (laughs) And the fifth thing that I've learned is to use the situation as a lesson moving forward. Sure, it really sucks to think that someone didn't love you or love your work, but take a step back and see it as an opportunity to show areas of your business where you might improve or change how you do things, how you inform your clients of what to expect, what you include in certain policies in your contract moving forward. Personally, I pour my heart into each and every wedding. I plan for months. I get butterflies the entire day before. I give a thousand percent to my couples on their wedding day. By the end of the day, I've pinned boutonnieres, I've cleaned up spills, I've untangled floral hair pieces from the flower girl's hair, I help brides change into their comfy shoes for dancing, I've even washed stains out of wedding dresses and waded into a river for the perfect shot. I do whatever it takes to ensure that they have an amazing day. So one example, the second example of a negative feedback that I wanted to tell you about, it was almost a year after her wedding, a bride emailed me to tell me that she was really less than thrilled with their experience. And I don't know what prompted her to tell me these things, but there were just a couple of things that alone weren't a big deal and probably would have just been shrugged off. But altogether, she said it was a little bit of a letdown and it wasn't anything major. They loved their photos. They loved working with me, but she mentioned a couple of things that I was unaware of that I did on their wedding day. For example, I really wanted to do bridal photos in this specific area on the property. And she said that she didn't love the spot. So when she emailed me, she told me that in the moment she tried to tell me that she didn't love that spot. Now, while she admitted that the photos from that area turned out gorgeous, in the moment, though, she just needed me to hear her and respect her opinion on it. And to be honest, I don't remember any objection to any location we shot at that day. But I should have been more sensitive to hear what she wanted. And I I know that I'm the expert. I know that. But they've been dreaming of their day, and she probably toward the property and thought, okay, I want bridles at these three locations. And the spot that I picked wasn't one of her locations. Another thing that she mentioned was that after their sunset photos, I insisted on taking her bustle out of her dress and that I didn't bustle it back correctly. What? I've bustled literally hundreds of wedding gowns. How could I even have made that mistake? And I was so upset with myself for weeks after she told me these things and I could have let it completely deflate and discourage me or I could use that experience to do better 
by my future clients. You better believe I changed my attitude going forward to make sure that I'm not just making decisions based on what I think would look best. Like I said, the couple has been daydreaming of their big day for years sometimes, and they might have other ideas that they'd like to do. So since then, I've had to slow down and not get on that one track mind that I can, I know I can when it comes to their photos around the wedding venue. While I know that my clients trust that I'm the expert when it comes to what will look best, creating a great experience for them is one of the most important things to me. I can't sacrifice the experience just for good photos. They're both important, but how the client feels about their experience will make a bigger impact than just having those great photos. I hope these five tips have helped you see that a negative response is not the death of your business. Far from it. It can actually even help potential clients see that you're real. You're a real person. You're human. You make mistakes, but how you deal with it and how you change and how you operate and the client experience moving forward is going to be key. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of the fearless photographer head over to the website for all the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. If you loved this episode as much as I did consider rating the show and subscribing. So you never miss an episode, new episodes drop every Friday and I can't wait to share what's next until then have an awesome week.